Movie Bar Podcast. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to the Movie Bar Podcast, the average movie podcast for average movie fans by average movie fans. I am your host, John, <coughs> and I am here with my co-host, Justin. Hello, it is I. What's going on, Justin? How are you doing today? It goes. It goes. Lazy day today. Yeah, well, well, the bar is now open. Welcome to episode 29, and today is October 30th, 2022, Halloween Eve. It's spooky season. Spooky season. Yes, it is spooky season. And this episode will be dropping on Halloween tomorrow. So, kick back and pull up a stool and let's get started. So, normally we do the 101 scariest movie moments countdown, but we're going to save that for a little bit and do that in a bit, as today we're going to discuss number two and number one. And we were going to play Has Kyle Seen It, but Kyle's not here tonight. Apparently he went to a 12-hour movie marathon last night and was tired. It's too much. Yeah. So let's kick off with upcoming movies. All right. Here's what we got coming. 11-4-22. Something in the dirt. When neighbors John and Levi witness shocking supernatural events in their Los Angeles apartment building, they they realize documenting the paranormal could inject some much-needed fame and fortune into their humdrum lives. It sounds like a cash grab all around. That sounds like something we would have done. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like that time we went looking for the bear. Remember that? <laughs> Reverse uh, 911 call. Stay in your homes. There's a bear on the loose in Riverdale. Hey, Justin, you want to go find a bear? Yeah, all right, let's go. Let's go walk the streets and find yeah. it. <laughs> if we find it, we can offer him honey. Yeah. We'll bring him home back to Mongo. All right, upcoming Blu-rays this week to be released on November 1st. Well, actually, Top Gun Maverick is being released on 4K and Blu-ray on Halloween. I don't know why they did that, but... um, Also, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is coming to 4K. The Running Man is coming to 4K. A Christmas Story 4 is coming to 4K. Elf is coming to 4K. Piranha, the original Piranha, is coming to 4K. Starship Troopers is also coming to 4K. The classic Christmas specials, you know, Rudolph and Santa Claus coming to town and whatever the other ones were, um, are coming to 4K. The Polar Express is coming to 4K. Do you see a trend? Those those dead eyes in 4K. Yeah. (sighs) That movie's creepy. Top Gun 4K 2 Movie Collection, Evil Dead Double Feature 4K, The Sharknado Collection, E.T. 40th Anniversary is coming to 4K, and Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul. Hell yeah. Damn, they are wasted no time getting these Christmas movies out. Praise Jeebus. Fucking day after Halloween, like, all right, release all the Christmas movies. All right, what's streaming this week? Well... Terrifier 2. <laughs> Get ready to puke. Did I just lose you? I'm still here. 
Okay. Are you there? I'm here. All right. Yeah, we're still here. Yeah, Terrifier 2 is coming to Screenbox. <gasps> I thought I met you. <sighs> it's about fucking time. A big shit smear appears on the wall behind you. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. What did we watch this week? What did you watch this week, Justin? Anything? Uh, Hocus Pocus 2. It's kind of crappy. This, they they really Disneyed it up this time. Um, well, it is a Disney but, movie. Yeah, I know, but still, they really overly Disneyed it. Um, but yeah, that that was it. Really? Since the last time we recorded, I haven't had a day off. Yeah, I have. Uh, other than today. I, I, I had a light week. <laughs> I've been sick the last week, and I'm still going to work, and I work again. Fucking, no, it's been fucking continuing this whole time, and then... Just when I thought I was better, I was fucking... They pull you back in. Yeah, I ended up outside soaking wet on Friday night, so... Mm. <coughs> so, um... So I've only watched four movies. Two of them I'm not going to say because we'll find out later on what those were. But I did watch Joe Bell, the Mark Wahlberg movie about uh the guy that travels cross-country to uh, talk about bullying in schools after his kid is bullied. It's based on a true story. And he ends up getting killed while walking on the road. It was okay. It wasn't the greatest Mark Wahlberg movie ever, but whatever. I was, he didn't have, don't even know if I heard of it. Yeah. It's, and then, then I watched Cop Out with uh, Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan. I had seen a clip from it the other day, and I was like, damn, I forgot how funny that movie was. Yeah, it was. You know, I, I love when Tracy Morgan's doing that scene where he's doing all the lines from the movie. <laughs> it's too bad that... Uh... Bruce Willis and Kevin Smith didn't get along after that. Yeah. That should have been a second one. But, yep, then I watched two other movies, but we'll talk about those later. All right, let's get into our picks of the week. What do you got this week, Justin? Well, I'm going old school. I'm going with a movie that I've loved since childhood. We're going Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I just happened to see a little snippet on it today or the other day, and I was like, you know what? That's the movie. So we got when teenagers Mike, Grant Kramer, and Debbie, Suzanne Snyder, see a comet crash outside their sleepy small town, they investigate and discover a pack of murderous aliens who look very much like circus clowns. They try to warn the local authorities, but everyone assumes their story is a prank. Meanwhile, the clowns set about harvesting and eating as many people as they can. Not until they kidnap Debbie that Mike decides it's up to him to stop the clown's bloody rampage. It was released May 27th, 1988, directed by Stephen Chiodo, starring Grant Kramer, Suzanne Snyder, Charles Cheeto, and John Vernon. I mean, this is, this, this, this movie covers all the bases. Yeah. It's funny. It's scary. It's got aliens. It's got some gore. I mean, it's it's a B movie, so it's funny in the way it's filmed. I mean, it's it's I love this movie. Yeah, there's been a real resurgence in it too over the past couple of years. Well, they I've got the game coming out. The game's coming yeah. out. Neca's got figures coming out of the clowns. So great, great movie. Yeah, I love the good. dinosaur <laughs> shadow puppet. Yeah. It's getting it's getting its just due now. 
And I believe they were talking about a TV series at one point. But uh, my pick of the week is Hoobie Halloween, since it is Halloween today, tomorrow, today when you listen to this, if you listen to it on Monday. <clears throat> yeah. October On October 31st in Salem, Massachusetts, a Townsend-centric devoted community volunteer and the good-natured object of his fellow citizens' desertion, derision, and meanest pranks, finds himself in the midst of a real investigation for a real murderer. It was released on October 7th on 2020 on Netflix, and it was directed by Stephen Braille, starring Adam Sandler, Kevin James, Ray Liotta, and Julie Bowen. Have you seen this? I have. I watched it when it came out. It's pretty good. Yeah. You know, it's got, you know, your typical Adam Sandler, but it's, it was pretty funny. It, it had a good story to it. Yeah. And, you know, you know, us being, you know, you were originally from Massachusetts. I'm in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. Like the Salem drive through, uh, drive in, which Mm -hmm. was really Menden. Um, you know, and then seeing Salem all around. I enjoy it. I, I think I watched it in the beginning of the month. I try to. I might watch it again tomorrow. I don't know. And Kyle, what's your pick? Oh, that's right. Kyle's not here. <laughs> Has Kyle seen it? Killing yeah. clowns from outer space. I, I I bet you. I bet you he hasn't. But he probably hasn't. But he should. Yeah. He'll come up with some stupid ass excuses as to why he hasn't seen it. Well, you never showed it to me, motherfucker. You made like 20 years before I was born. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, let's get into the news. All right, we got Tom Hardy coming back as Venom and showing his upcoming Venom 3. Uh, Deadline breaks the news that uh, Venom and Venom 2 writer Kelly Marcel will be directing the third movie. <sighs> the Venom movies, I had such high hopes. I love Venom. It's a great character. I love Carnage. But to be honest, those movies just let me down. <laughs> like, I, I like the Venom with the, the, you know, the humor and the, you know, third wall and all that. But I, I want to see him as Spider-Man's nemesis, not as the anti-hero first. I want to see him where he's meant to be. Yeah, and, you know, they did tease that at the end of um, that last Spider-Man movie. Well, they did they teased it at the end of the last Venom movie, but, I mean, it's... I, Tom Hardy, like, everybody gives just loves him, but ah, he just yeah. doesn't do it for me. He's just not... Mm. I mean, it has its moments, but... I don't know. I mean, if it's not part of the MCU, then what's the point? Yeah. Well, it's the whole Sony thing. Yeah. But um, GiantFreakingRobot.com exclusively reporting there is a Halloween series in development at Peacock. Not much is known at this time. Nah. So. Unless yeah. it's about the candy factory in number three. Yeah. <laughs> or four or whatever it was. <laughs> <clears throat> that was three, Season of the Witch. But yeah. it's, you know, so stupid, like. You hype up this as Halloween ends, and now you're talking about a fucking TV series. Yeah. I'm not going to go on a rant like I did last week, but, I mean, just because Chucky's doing it and that's okay doesn't mean that it's okay to do other ones. 
So. Well, I, I actually just saw this news today myself. So Deadline brings us a surprising update, reporting that Shelley Duvall will also be appearing in Scott Goldberg's upcoming werewolf movie, The Forest Hills, which is set to star Edward Furlong from Terminator 2 and Dee Wallace from The Howling. This is Duvall's first horror movie appearance in two decades. I think it's first appearance in anything in two yeah. decades. Well, I mean, she had known and well-documented mental issues and dealing with, you know, filming of The Shining and all that stuff. So it's good to see her back, though. And I mean, she did do Suburban Commando. Yeah. Well, was that her last movie? I would laugh my ass off if it was. It might be. I'm looking it up on IMDb right now. But. Not for nothing, but that, I mean, that was a pretty good Hulk Hogan movie. For a Hulk Hogan movie, that was pretty good. <laughs> Better than Mr. Nanny. I don't know. Mr. Nanny was pretty good, too. I like that one. <laughs> you just like seeing him in the... T- oh, dude, you know what I got, Hunter? The No Holes Bard set with Zeus and Hulk and Rip. Ripple! Yeah. He even comes with the fingers that, like, does the... But Hunter was happy with that. He wanted that. But, uh, no, her last movie was in 2002, which makes sense because that's 20 oh. years ago. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, Hocus Pocus 2 is set set a record for streaming minutes by a movie on Nielsen's weekly chart, drawing more than 2.7 billion minutes of viewing from September 26th to October 2nd. The Disney sequel premiered on, December thir- on September 30th, meaning its first weekend counted towards the total. Netflix's Dahmer took the top spot easily with 4.4 billion minutes. Well, wasn't that longer? Wasn't Dahmer longer? Because that was a series. Yeah, but I think they mean, you know, number of people who streamed it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. Focus, focus. like I said, it wasn't very good. So people wasted 2.7 billion minutes watching that. All right, the moment we've all been waiting for, Shudder's 100 Scariest Movie Moments. We're going to start at number 10. All right. disappointment begin. Number 10, Ring You. Jingle. Which I believe was The Ring. Yeah, the original ring from Japan. And the moment was Sadaku comes out of the television. Ooh. Spooky boogie. Number nine was the train to Busan. Which Never was, saw that, but that made me want to see it. The zombie swarm? <laughs> Even if I have to read it. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Number eight, Sinister. The lawn work scene, which we kind of all said. Kyle said it first. Um, number seven was The Exorcist. You're going to die up there with the crucifix masturbation. Mm-hmm. I never thought I'd have to say those words on a podcast, but I guess I just did. There you go. Number six was The Shining. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Number five was Psycho. Mrs. Bates murders Marion in the shower. Mrs. Bates murders Abagast at the top of the stairs. 
Number four was Audition from 1999. I've never heard of this movie. Yeah. Asami Waits by the Phone. Ooh, that is scary. Number three was Hereditary, which was when Charlie was decapitated. What are you doing? Just moving. Sorry. So that was Hereditary. Charlie is decapitated. Interesting. And yeah, I don't know if that was the scariest. I mean, yeah. yeah. But we're about to get into that gripe. <laughs> yeah. So number two is one of our topics today, and that is the thing. And the scariest moment from that movie was when Norris had a heart attack. What the fuck? But we'll discuss that after we run through the to- run through the thing. Go ahead. All right. So, <laughs> in remote Antarctica, a group of American research scientists are disturbed at their base camp by a helicopter shooting at a sled dog. When they take in the dog, it brutally attacks both human beings and canines in the camp, and they discover that the beast can assume the shape of its victims. A resourceful helicopter pilot, Kurt Russell, and the camp doctor, Richard Dysart, lead the camp crew in a desperate, gory battle against the vicious creature before it picks them all off one by one. Originally, oh, yeah, that's you. Yeah, uh, this was released on June 25th, 1982. Directed by John Carpenter, starring Kurt Russell, Keith David, Wilfred Brimley, Diabetes. Just want to make the point that, uh, hey there, Kyle, that that was before both of our time. We've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's this amazing thing called DVD, Blu-ray, and streaming. You can watch old movies. We said VHS. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Fucking Laserdisc, baby. Laserdisc. All right. So what did you think of the setting of the movie in this? Uh, I mean, nothing can be scarier. Yeah. You're you're at the farthest point on Earth that you, you can't get to anything any quickly. You know, it's you are isolated. It, it kind of gave me like a vibe, like how it was in Iraq when like everything you need is right in this little base camp and you really can't go anywhere else. Yeah, outside bad, inside good. (laughs) But it wasn't fucking negative 10 degrees outside, so we were able to go outside. But, uh, yeah, I definitely like the, like, the confined setting of being in Antarctica. Um, the sound and the music. I I didn't really felt it played a part that much. Yeah, I'm not, I don't pay that much attention. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the effects in the movie. When that fucking dog changed over, <laughs> I was like, damn, that was good. I mean, just the scene where, you know, first off, it, it takes the guy's arms off while he's, you know, yeah. doing a, dis- uh, a dissection there. And, and then after that's not bad enough, it breaks up into multiple monsters and, you know, the head sprouts legs and, I mean, that's, that's frightening. <laughs> and like, you know, like when, when the little thing comes out, it looks, you know, it looks like a vagina and it spits out shit. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, so I, I enjoyed the effects. I haven't seen the remake that they did 
probably 10 years ago now. I don't think I have either. But I might have. I can only imagine what it's like if, you know, with the effects they can do today, like digital and all that. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I might revisit it. I might revisit the new one and kind of like check it out to see uh, how the effects and, you know, Kurt Russell, like his fucking attitude, like just kind of gave it that extra twist, you know? Yeah. Uh What 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 do you think of like the directing and the acting? I mean, like like you said, Kurt Russell made it, you know, kind of made it what it was. Um, but I mean, you know, there was there the there was enough there that it, you know you you follow along. You kind of you know felt that there was some legitimacy to it. You know, it, it wasn't like one of these. B horror movies where the person's screaming, but they kind of got that half-ass smile on their face. Yeah. And Keith David, like, all I could picture was him beating the shit out of Roddy Piper in an alley and they live. He had that (laughs) same fucking mentality, like, go ahead, motherfucker, like, try me. Mm -hmm. But, so, what about the kills and the slut, like, you know, when they're fighting the monsters? I mean, again, I mean, just that, that scene when he fucking bites the arms off, that that alone is, you know, the shock of it, the the, the out of nowhere of it. I mean, that that's what you're looking for in a horror movie kill, you, you know. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of the slashes out there. They do the same thing. They stab, they cut, they gut, you know. Yeah. You got some that, you know, they use their environment, but that comes out of left field. That that's That's the shit. Yeah. And, you know, like the scene when they got the guy on the table and they, you know, he sprouts out of his stomach or whatever. And yeah. Then all of a sudden his, his, his head comes, his head comes off and crawl, like the line shoots out and he crawls across the floor. I was like, what the fuck is going on there? Yeah. So was it scary? Did, you know, you know, the horror of it? I mean, it's, it's one of those things. I think that as far as, for the list, this deserved top over what wound up number one. And I think what wound up number one should have been lower than maybe even number three or four. But I think for, you know, the isolation, the fact that it is going to look like your buddy or your dog or, you know, that's yeah. scary as fuck because we don't know what to expect when they do make contact. We don't know if they're already here and living among us. We don't know these things. Yeah, and like the little hints, like you know, when they find this McCready's what... oh, you know, uniform or whatever, and they think that he's changed, and they shoot the guy in the head that they think changed, and then he does that test with the copper mm-hmm. or the uh, the saw the um, whatever that stuff was. That he heated up and he ran it through the blood, and then the guy he killed wasn't infected. But then, you know, the next guy was that was mm-hmm. tied up. I mean, I mean, the funniest thing in the movie when the guy was like, "Listen, I don't want to be fucking tied to this couch for the rest of this fucking week," you know. Mm-hmm. So, what, what about the length? How, you know, did you feel it was the right length? 
Yeah, I mean, I didn't rewatch it this week because I didn't get a chance, but I mean, from what I remember, it wasn't a, you know, God, where does this movie end? You know, I believe it was about an hour and 48. Yeah, which that's, that's, that's horror movie length. You don't really generally want to go too far over two hours unless you're, you know, heavily yeah. involved and you've got and, that kind of story, but I mean, it easily me. could have been, but. <coughs> And you know me, I hate sci-fi movies, but I actually got into this one. Surprisingly, I didn't. I didn't expect because it's been years since I watched it. I don't really remember much about it, but I expected to hate it, you know. But I actually enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Would you recommend this movie? Absolutely. As I mean, would even, I. For, even even for the you know for for it being nineteen eighty two. I mean those yeah. those effects. It was great. Kurt Russell was great. Was, I definitely recommend. He's John Carpenter. You can't go wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely recommend it also. Uh, all right. How many mugs are you giving it? Give this a four. Just a four. Wow. I gave it three mugs because you know I'm not a big sci-fi guy, but I did enjoy it. So I'll go. I'll go with three for this one. And the number one scariest, excuse me, scariest horror movie moment, according to Shudder's list, was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 1974. And the scene was when Leatherface hits Kirk with a hammer and puts Pam on the hook, and Sally escapes, but at what cost? All right. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, when Sally hears her grandfather's grave may have been vandalized, she and her paraplegic brother Franklin, played by Paul Parton, set out with their friends to investigate after a detour to their family's old farmhouse. They discover a group of crazed, murderous outcasts living next door. As the group is attacked one by one by the chainsaw-wielding Leatherface, played by Gunnar Hansen, who wears a mask of human skins, the survivors must do everything they can to escape. Released on October 1st, 1974. It's directed by Toby Hooper, starring Gunnar Hansen, Marilyn Burns, Terry McMinn, John Larroquette, Bill Mosley, and Caroline Williams. So, here's my gripe. All right. Essentially, when, when, when they got to number one, and they they announced that it was you know Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Not one of them mentioned really you know that it was terrifying or anything. They were all just talking about oh it's the best horror movie and they did this right and they did this and it was the first to do this and the first. But they didn't once mention you know you know about it being like really scary or you know people you know ah jumping and screaming in the theaters, um, which I thought that that was what the list was about scariest movies not best horror movies you all understand texas chainsaw massacre you know it's among the originals (sighs) as far as that style and all that and it 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 brought a lot in you know that's still used today but i mean yeah it's sudden it's quick it was kind of unexpected but i wouldn't exactly say it was the scariest scene out of those hundred yeah, but, you know, yeah. like we we all expected Sinister to be a little higher on the list than 
whatever number it was. But, you know, I haven't watched Texas, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in years. So it's kind of nice to go back and kind of revisit it. And I love like the grainy feel of the movie, like the mm-hmm. 1970s. You know, the camera, you know, the, the, it's not as sharp as movies are nowadays. Cause that's what they had. And like, one thing I noticed was the little amount of blood that they really used. For a guy running around with a chainsaw, you, you'd expect fucking blood everywhere. But the, it's only really on the girl, like towards the end. But, uh. And I mean, you know, there's, there's parallels, obviously. <clears throat> I mean, again, it's isolated. Except yes. Instead of being out, you know, the negative twenties, you know, or negative fifties or whatever, um, you know, it's in the heat of Texas. Which, yes. I mean, to be fair, even in the populated parts of Texas, you still need to be on edge. But <laughs> I mean, it. And again, it, yeah, it's something that can happen, you know, based on a true story, all that good stuff. But so, as a movie itself. I don't think it was scarier than what was than what else was on the list. Better, yeah. sure, but not scarier. And I felt like Texas Chainsaw was kind of like in a class all its own. You know, yeah, that kind of really started the slasher series. And Leatherface is, you know, a well-known character now. Horror icon up there with Freddy and Jason and Michael and but I mean if Leatherface was you know uh the guy from you know American Psycho yeah you know what I mean like if he more or less you know was you know maybe you know uh, a bit more hidden and you know you, you didn't see it coming from him. Yeah. You know, instead of walking around always with a face mask, you know, maybe he befriends them and then, you know, then it can become the scariest. But because then you have that familiarity and then it breaks out from there. But yeah. I, I just like you said, it's it's a slasher movie. So, yeah, yeah, I get, you know, you never know what to expect when you're out in the middle of nowhere, you know, because that's where those type of people go. But at the same time, it's like that's not scary because that's that's just more avoidable than anything. Yeah. And so, you know, the setting of the movie, you know, Texas, spread out farmlands. And you got these two houses nearby. I think one of them, like, they were going down to the creek, I believe. And they come across this other house. So, of course, you know, they're like, oh, look, a generator power. Because there's no power at the family farm that they were at. And, you know, that's scary enough. Like you said, middle of Texas, you know, nobody around. So the sound and the music, I, I, you know, you said you don't pay attention to that. I really didn't notice anything big. But with the, with the cinematography, like, I love when Leatherface shows up and it cuts back and forth from, like, his point of view to the kid's point of view back to his point of view so you see him and you have no idea what the fuck this guy is he's running around wearing a face as a mask no backstory really and 
you know, it, it gave that feel like there's one scene where the girl is going into the house and it's at a low angle. And that, like, it could happen at any moment uh, when they're running through the, or going through the woods looking for their friends. And all of a sudden, Leatherface just pops out and swinging the uh, chainsaw. Mm-hmm. So, what, what about the effects? I mean, they were, they were pretty good. I mean, again, you, you have to figure it's the 70s. Yeah. You, you kind of got to make do with what you had at that time. But again, you know, they, they made, they, they made it work without doing too much. Yeah. You know, like you said, you know, for how gory everybody remembers it, there's not that much blood. Um, yeah. You know, so it's, I mean, and, just thinking about like uh, the, that movie, you know, Summer School, mm-hmm. and and how they made you know that bloodbath scene, and they were talking about you know Texas Chainsaw Massacre the whole time, but it's like even they took it farther than the movie did, you know? So yeah, and you know, with the th- there's one scene I noticed today when Leatherface is running through the the woods chasing the girl after he kills Franklin. There's a bunch of branches and he, he kind of like puts the chainsaw through it, but it doesn't cut it. And I kind of laughed at that, but then like the next scene, it must've been a different chainsaw because he actually cut through the branches, but yeah. Cause they have the one without the chain. So as if he falls, he doesn't kill himself or anybody. Yeah. else. And you know, like when, um, he puts the girl up on the hook. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's the other thing that you really don't see the death. Like, if that was made nowadays, you'd see when he was running the chainsaw through Franklin's stomach. Or when see he, the hook entering the back. <clears throat> yeah, or when he's cutting the guy's head off or, you know, chainsawing it off or whatever. Spray everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, they definitely... Like you said, minimal, and they made it work. And the story, like the script and the dialogue, it really doesn't give you much information about Leatherface. You know, that came later on with Leatherface the beginning, uh, the chainsaw the beginning. Um, what about like the product, like the sets and the costumes? You know, That's pretty much how I expect somebody who lives out in the middle of nowhere in Texas to look, <laughs> including Leatherface. <laughs> you know, starting off with the um, the four main characters, you know, the girls, no bras. Again, 70s. Yeah. You know, I can't really speak much to it because, you know, before my time. <clears throat> yeah, but we weren't alive in the 70s. I mean, again, even with the movie itself, it, it, it pretty much is exactly what you think of when you think of 70s you know yeah the girls are trying to show as much skin as possible without being too much and there's hippy dippies and yeah i mean it's and then the hit, everything's the hit, drab and brown yeah and the hitchhiker you know yeah crazy looking you know especially what you would expect from a hitchhiker and, you know, like the knives, the knife that they use, it definitely 70-ish, you know, switchblade. Mm-hmm. Um, how about the directing, Toby Hooper and the acting? I mean, he basically created a genre, you know? Yeah. 
and what? a trope and a style. And I mean, it's, you know, he is synonymous with slasher films. Like yeah. George A. Romero is synonymous with zombie films, you know? Mm-hmm. And the only thing I didn't get, like at the end, Leatherface is doing like a ballet number with the chainsaw. When he's spinning around and he's jumping around, the guy cut into it like just above his knee. I've slightly torn my quadriceps, and that's about where he cut. That fucking hurts. <laughs> well, it's he's in human. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, my my big thing is why is the guy driving the truck with the lady in the back? Why don't you throw it in reverse and run the fucker over? Well, look what he did to the black mamba. Why would they get out of the fucking truck? Just go. Just fucking hit him. All right, how about the kills? <clears throat> so you got there wasn't that many kills in this, you know. You got the guy that gets hit in the head with the uh, the hammer, which is their scariest scene. Yeah, and you know he's twitching on the ground, so Leatherface beats him some more. <laughs> then you got the girl put up under the hook. That fucking hurts, I'm sure. Never happened to me, but I'm sure it hurts. <clears throat> then you got. Franklin getting a chainsaw to the midsection and the groin. So, and then you got the um, the um, hitchhiker when he gets run over by the truck. That was cool. That was bloody. And when they tortured the shit out of Sally, she was bloody too. Um, and then, you know, Leatherface... What, what, what he threw? He threw something at him, and he ended up cutting his leg. But uh, how about the scene when when they cut Sally's finger and stick it in the grandfather's mouth for him to suck on her blood? I mean, that's, that's you know, that's just creepy. <laughs> Not really necessary. It's just creepy. And you could so tell that the grandfather was wearing a mask. Well, yeah. I mean, again, 70s. Yeah. But, all right, how about the horror? I think it definitely had horror for what it was. I mean, again, it's scary, but it's not the scariest. Yeah. Like, it's a bad situation to wind up in, but am I going to expect it? No, but, I mean, there's ways out of that situation. There's no way out of the situation in the thing. There's no way out. You know, you're you're stuck with something that can mimic anything around you. Granted, yeah. yes, you're in you're in Antarctica, so when it's down to just you and somebody else, I think you'll know. <laughs> but at that point, you're fucked because you versus one turns into you versus however many little things it wants to break up into. Yeah. So I mean, again, it, it's scary, yes, but and I'm surprised they didn't go with the whole. Horror trope was car breaks down, can't leave. Because, I mean, I think if she had gotten back to the van, this movie would have been over in 45 minutes. Actually, but, you know. All right, the length, I believe it was an hour and 28 minutes long. Again, about an hour and a half. Perfect. It got right. You know, as I was watching, I was like, damn, they're already at this part, and I was halfway through it, and I was like, oh, wow, this is a quick movie. It didn't drag it on. It didn't. You know, 
Yeah, kind of keep go, 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 go. Yeah, you know. The Which is the way left... the, that kind of a movie needs to be anyway. Yeah. Especially a slasher. You know, you know the... go, go, go. You know, something along the lines of Scream, it, it, that, it has to be dragged out because you're trying to guess who the killer is. Yeah. You need Texas to throw Ch- the bait and switch and all that silly bullshit. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you see Leatherface, bam, bam, two kills. Bam, another kill. You know what's coming. Yeah. All right, would you recommend this movie? Of course. I mean, again, I have nothing against the movie. I just have against the opinion that it's the scariest. It's a great, it's a legendary movie. It's an iconic movie. It's the start of the slashers. Without it, there's no, you know, Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger. It's yeah. It's important. It's if you like horror, you got to watch it. Yeah, and you know it, it is a classic. It's you know he's the modern day classic monster with Freddy and Jason and Michael and Chucky. And, you know, so he's the most likely to actually happen in real life. <laughs> and you know what? It was close to it with uh, Ed Gein. Used to wear, yeah, which is who it's based on. So I mean, yeah. it, it 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 is based on true events. Granted, it's stretched <laughs> out and completely, you know, changed to make yeah. it its own entity. But that's what it's based on. You know, it, it's based on Gacy and Gain and all that. And yeah, and you know, like the set pieces around the house with all the the bones and you know, all like that was perfect. But, uh, all right. What's your rating of Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 1979? I'm going to go with 4.25. Because, <laughs> again, it's a classic movie. It's a great movie. I just don't agree with it being the scariest, but it's still, it's still a great movie. Yeah. I'm giving it a 4. Uh, you know, now that I've like thought about it, you know, it, it does deserve a four. All right. So now, out of all the movies that were on the list, if you can remember, what would have been your number one choice out of all those movies listed? Hmm. I don't remember most of them. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's all subjective. Cause, yeah. I mean, you know, 10 years ago, if you asked me what the scariest one was, I, I would probably just, I don't even know. Really, to be honest with you, I, I'd probably pick something that was good, but not, you know, I probably would pick something like Saw. Yeah. Again, not scary, but that that twist at the end of Saw was mind blowing. Yeah. Absolutely mind blowing to think that you're sitting there trapped with someone you think is dead and he's been alive the whole time and he's the guy who put you in here. That's scary as fuck. But like now, scariest moment to me is the end of the mist. Yeah. You know, you think you're at no way out. You've got not enough bullets. You do what you do. And then 30 seconds later, it's over. Yeah. That's fucking frightening. 
to think that you're at the end and there's there's nowhere you can turn and then nope. <clears throat> so Yeah, and you know, like each person is gonna have their own opinion as to what they think number one would have been. You know Or even Pet Cemetery. Just the thought of the kid in the truck. Yeah. And that's you know, scary as fuck. You know, our opinion is gonna be different than Kyle's opinion because he's younger and you know what he thinks is quote unquote scary is something that we might not think is scary. Like you know, and then twelve hour movie marathons? I guess so. I want to know what the tw- I want to know what the twelve hour movies were. I don't it's know. fucking Halloween weekend. It had to be something Halloween related. Yeah, but and then you know, our opinion is going to be different than somebody that doesn't have kids, because I can't watch movies now where kids get killed. Nope. And that affects me differently, and I'll find it scarier. Whereas you know you're, you're probably you're in the same boat. You have yeah. three kids, you know, and but ten years ago, it would have been something totally different. Yeah, I mean, so like, I'm, I mean, you know me. I I'm Stephen King. I love Stephen yeah. King books, Stephen King movies, Stephen King everything. Haven't seen the new Pet Cemetery. Yeah, can't bring myself to watch it. No, and you know this. Read the book, movie. seen the first one. Not gonna watch this. <laughs> Yeah, and, you know, now they they make, like, you look at the Texas Chainsaw Massacres, the remake they did in 2007, I believe, with Jessica Biel, and yeah, that was a lot more bloody, you know, when the girl pulls the gun from her vagina mm-hmm. and old yeah. yellows herself, and then you got all these other, like, that was a very bloody movie compared to this one. Yep. So, you know, again, different time, different yeah. place. It's not just that the effects are better. It's just that now, you know, we're you can get away with more. Yeah. And yeah. and to shut his credit, good job putting on an eight pot series to keep us entertained for eight weeks. Yeah. Thanks for blowing it the last second, assholes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank God they're not a, a sponsor. But they couldn't even stick to what their fucking their original yeah, that, list was. That was the problem. That that's the biggest problem with it to me is is if it's going to be scariest moments, then you need to let movies become up twice. You know, because yeah. there, there's plenty of movies with multiple great scenes in it that don't necessarily you can't lump them together. Yeah. You know. Um. So, but and again, I mean, again, it's. I have nothing against Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but that is not the scariest scene that they put on that list. No. I personally I personally would have been fucking snakes on a plane when that fucking giant anaconda jumps up because I hate motherfucking snakes. That would have been my scariest moment that I would have chosen. Because I know after I watch that movie, I can't fucking sleep. I'm checking under the bed. I'm checking under bureaus because I think there's a fucking snake. But that's me. I'm afraid of snakes. If I was afraid of guys wearing women's wig, like that's the 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 wig in the face that he wears at the end, like the old ladies' makeup and all that shit. Like, 
How can you take him serious? And he's out there twirling around, fucking. But, so yeah. That concludes Shudder's 101 Scariest Movie Moments. I wish Kyle was here so we'd get his opinion on this. But he was just happy that the sinister scene was in there. So I think the bar is now closed. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us and stay up to date with the podcast at the Movie Bar Pod on Twitter, <laughs> at Movie Bar Podcast on Instagram, and at the Movie Bar Podcast on Facebook. And get official Movie Bar shirts at www.bonfire.com slash store slash Movie Bar Podcast. We are on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Podcast, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and most places you listen to your podcasts. Have you bought a Movie Bar shirt yet, Justin? And be sure to check out our website, www.moviebarpod.com. Join us on what... (laughs) Yes. Join Whatnot using our link, whatnot.com forward slash invite the movie bar and get a $15 credit. Thank you for listening. Please let us know what you want to hear by contacting us on social media or via email at themoviebar at outlook.com. Please like, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Have a very safe and happy Halloween. Yes, happy Halloween. All right. Bye. (laughs) Threw you off. Yeah, you did. But you know what we're going to end it on? Happy, happy Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Happy, happy Halloween, Silver Shamrock. The fuck was that? Halloween 3, come on. Do we have to play as Justin seen it? Happy Halloween, folks. Truth, truth, truth.